Welcome, everybody, to the Indie Pod Podcast. I'm your host, Super Joe Pardo, on this Wednesday, April 1st, April Fool's Day, that apparently is, I've only seen a couple of April Fool's jokes uh, going around, very, very few, apparently pretty much everybody is uh, not not having it this year, um, and I kind of don't blame them because, uh, you know, today's been a pretty uh, somber day in America, and it's probably the f- one of many to come. So let's have some fun. Let's talk about resiliency today. Uh, my guest today is uh, <sighs> she she wanted to bring a topic of resiliency into podcasting, and I was all all for it. Let's Let's talk about that today. But before I get down that road, let me tell you about my sponsor, Podbean. Uh, They are an easy and powerful way to start podcasting. Uh, They give you all the tools you need for a successful podcast, such as unlimited podcast hosting, podcast distribution, monetization options for podcasts of any size, and live stream podcasting capabilities. Sign up today at www.podbean.com. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N.com. All right. So I'm going to bring in our guest if you could all do me a huge favor and give a warm welcome to Jenny Ren Stotrum. Woo! Hi. Did I say it right again? Hello, I, hello. I, I yes, right. you did. You oh, did. Two sweet. times in one week. You got it right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That R is, awesome. that that invisible R is actually starting R. to disappear from from your name. It's it's amazing it, how that happens. Yeah, it, it's a wild one. So here we are. Yes, yes, yes. So, uh, so Jenny, why don't you before we get into the whole topic of resiliency for your for podcasting? Yeah. Why Why don't you uh, give some some background about yourself and your podcasting journey? Yeah. So uh, I've been working. I've been doing podcasts um, somewhere around seven years, and it really it started when I was performing. I was an artist, and I was recording my record, and I was also putting on festivals. So I had put on a benefit show and done media for it. I was writing for some papers, and it was like, hey, I was approached to be interviewed for some of these like t- internet shows, which was the early the podcasting that was going on at the time. And I really enjoyed doing it. People were like, you're really great at this interview stuff. And I was going on radio shows too. And so I was approached to kind of get into that. And that was six years ago, five years, this could be five years that Gritty Birds launched. Uh, I ended up launching in a show, just kind of qu- answering the questions about what it means to, to be able to survive in the music industry. It's a really challenging one. It's a very challenging one. I'm going to say that again, it's just because I think that's a, I said it twice and it's, it's where, when I start, when I'm, when, 10 years ago, I moved to Portland. I'd been in the music scene up in Seattle. And that was when the crash happened. And the crash really changed my perspective. It changed my life. And then I got a job and my I got laid off in two years because the school wasn't handling funds correctly. And then, you know, there's just been all these like massive setbacks over and over. And I would get into something and I'd be like, mom, music stuff's happening. And this is the year. And then this podcasting thing came and I'm like, I feel like this is it. I don't even know why. But it ended up being the one thing that really just kept rolling. And so I went, uh, I because I'm a teacher, I started teaching podcasting really early because at that point I'd been doing media for a long time and working and recording. So it just was a very natural evolution and uh, started producing podcasts for other people almost right away as well uh, at the same time that I joined the radio station. And now uh, Gritty Birds is five years. It's a show that is that comes out when I feel like it. 
And I, it's, a, it's a choice that I made uh, a while back. And it was a choice that I made out of wanting to figure out how to survive and keep moving forward through just some like really tough odds that I went through. And I think that a lot of people can really relate to that. And it's been wonderful now having a production company because we're able to really dive forward and, you know, have that strength of character to make good things and have a good time, hopefully. Yeah, well, <laughs> so yeah, two, I mean, 2008 was a, yeah, that was a year. Um, yeah. That, that, that was a year. I could tell you a lot of stories that happened around that time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so podcasting uh, it clearly has been been good to you, um, mm -hmm. which is which is awesome. It's been good to me. I mean, I've been podcasting since twenty four May twenty fourteen, so not quite as long. Uh, but so when it comes to resiliency, what do you like? Break it down for me. What do you what do you think in that that you need to be resilient? I I think with your podcast. I think one thing there's like a few different pieces that you really have to think about when you're creating your shows because you you the number one word that everyone talks about is pod fade. That's a huge one. Um, there's a lot of talk about like a second big big one is the conversations you're having just with your relationships in your life because that the podcasting world can have a huge impact on your job as well as your uh, you know just your personal life because it is something on top of it. We are a a nation that really is like a side hustle nation. Everyone has a second job, has a second podcast, has a second this. And so <laughs> it's really easy to see both of those areas um, heading into that third section, which is just being able to know what the amount that you need to take on is so that you can create good work and also still feel like at the end of the day, you're having fun and that you're um, able to be a good person to everyone in those other two tiers. And I think that when we're looking at a time right now, and this is sort of where I started off my year is like, it's been like a huge, huge growth for me in this last year. Yeah. Clay is all side hustles. Uh, and it's been a, it's been a year of just like kind of taking all those pieces and bundling them together so that, you know, it doesn't feel so overwhelming. And throughout the time, it has at times felt overwhelming. And that's sort of why I wanted to kind of have that be my word this year. And it became a huge focus of it is, is like, how do we, is taking a look at the things that, you know, I've done to get through the worst times and seeing what other people have also done to be able to get through just ultimately really major challenges. And then of course, this whole thing happened with what the world we're in. And we, all of a sudden we're feeling how to answer that question in a whole new way that is pretty intense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think it, it's definitely difficult right now for people to, uh, to, to figure out like what's, uh, <laughs> uh, I know. No, I think when I, I was like, what's his resiliency? He's doing a lot here. There's no yeah, kid there. Right. He's not taking a day off. No, apparently, apparently, <laughs> Nick, no, I, I'm not taking a day. I think I took Monday off. I took, I, I took Monday off for sure. Good. Uh, but no, I'm not afraid to be alone. I have a house full of people. So, uh, there's, there is no alone time, uh, here except out here, out here in the garage right now. Um, but no, I, I, I think, finding resiliency in the like coming i think a lot of that would come out of your why 
Would, it can. would you agree? It can come out of your why, but it also can come out of your how because it you can have the it's about the the nuggets that you're having. If your big reasons are like a big thing at the end, if it's all end focused, it's really hard to keep that going. But if you think about the like the how, like the little pieces that allow the foundation to be there, it's going to help rise to the why um, so that you can have like just it's about some of those small layers as well. So like people who when you think about uh, the the obvious one, which is like the CEOs that make their bed every morning or they get up at six. I'm not a morning person. I know that I've tried and I'm I've accepted and embraced the fact that my best self is not waking up at 6 a.m. every morning and then getting out there like that's I'm, I'm happy for people who do that. Me, I need a minute. <laughs> I like to sleep in. <laughs> right so but i, I know I that about i don't remember myself. what that was like <laughs> yeah I, but that's the thing i also have the freedom to do that because i don't have kids and right now i'm not i haven't nannied for years and so it's like a little bit different but like that sense of when you have whatever your schedule is you know figuring out what that would be like what would be your why as far as the resiliency explain that for me what would be my why as far as resiliency so for me it's it's about it's all it's always been about helping other people yeah um ever ever since i was a kid uh i was like hey how can i like take djing and turn that into uh a way to open up doors for for my friends and the people around me um and when it came to podcasting you know it was an immediate like literally on the plane when I was formulating the name and then la the plane landed and I registered the domain name, the, the Twitter handle, the Facebook page before we got to the rental car down in Disney. Uh, it was, you know, it was like, how do I inspire other people to do something greater than themselves, you know, bigger than themselves? Um, and for me, you know, even when as the show kind of transitioned from being more inspirational to business related and, and entrepreneurship related, um, it, it still is about helping people. Right. It's about yeah. going and, and finding ways to help, you know, small business owners, entrepreneurs uh, grow their business so they can employ more people. Right. So you can help right. more families and, and, you know, amplify it that way. Um, so that for me, like you know there it, there was a plenty of times where i could have just quit in and it's it would have been like it could have been over and it would have been over and there was times i wanted to quit and there was times i wanted to change my show and there was times i you know wanted all of that but what i found was an opportunity uh all each of those times to to pivot my thoughts into something yeah. that was able to take it further right rather than being like well yeah. if i quit this show and i just do this instead everything will be fine and it's like well if i take that and i twist it and contort it and then put it out into the world as 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 something uh, you know in, put that energy into my current show that enables me to still continue to help more people um, and real quick, before you answer, uh, Jenny, uh, yeah. I just want to say we're not getting the comments uh, in here. Like I'm seeing them on Facebook. Anyone... I'm liking them. So I, I, for some reason, wherever Nick and Claire are oh. watching it, their comments are getting through. Uh, so I don't know if they're watching like on my Facebook page or my personal profile or and I apparently Tim oh, okay. is, is getting through too. It's oh, up, Tim. Tim. But I, I I, say, my watch know, party, I don't have any Grant. comments yet. So oh, I, Terry yes. Landers says here. 
So Ter- Terry, in case Hi, Terry. you're wondering, uh, there's actually, if you go to Not the Watch Party, you can watch on the share, which is right below on my page, and you go streamyard.com slash Facebook, and then you can be in our comments. So uh, if you found yes. us there, you can move over. That's also oh, okay. So the, Brent's saying it's on my personal page. That's how I'm getting oh, it. Uh, Clay okay. said Facebook app, but that probably still means he's probably seeing it on my personal page. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But for, yeah, so I don't know if it's a restream thing or mm-hmm. what, but it's, I, I mean, it's super frustrating. Oh, oh hey, Brenda, here. how you doing? Um, yeah, I mean, we have, and you know what the other thing is, is it doesn't, sh- it's not showing me how many people are live up in the top left-hand corner uh, yeah. with us, but if I go to restream, it's looking like 19, 20, like t- we have about 20 people watching okay. right this second, which is awesome. Thank yeah. you all for joining us. We've got we, four I, online. Yeah. We're, oh, pl- oh okay. Uh, you Maybe know that's what? part of it. I don't know. No, I, no, that would be separate because these are just for my platforms Ooh. that I'm showing. So we have like 24, 25 people. Anyway, that <laughs> is nice. absolutely awesome. And, and we did decide, I decided to go a little bit earlier today because of the fact that uh, I, I wanted to spend some time with my wife tonight. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, so, yeah. So anyway, so thank you, Jenny, for, for showing up an hour early to, of course. to do the show. So I'm sorry, answer to answer, uh, so- to go back to you. Yeah, I mean, I would say you brought up one of the huge words that is so important when it comes down to be able to like, you know, handle life's lessons is the word pivot. And everyone is using that word, but that word has been is the is the thing that's been oh thank you uh, yeah, my favorite to play um <laughs> i uh, like how it went from like oh my two favorite humans to like i'm only here because because of, of jenny no clay, yeah clay clay and i met and i mean i think this is a good example um we met um because i we spoke at the pmx competition in uh out in philadelphia and i was at that time really <laughs> unhappy with my day job i was working at guitar center and before it was, it was just necessary for me to get a job because everything that I was doing in media wasn't paying me enough to like make the bills and where I was at like two, three years worth of experience in, um, like radio, et cetera, was not getting me jobs like in in, farther than like a number first interview for radio stations. And and I was frustrated. And so I got into audio retail and I was like, okay, I kind of stepped back from my show because, um, at the time I was, uh, getting, therapy for PTSD. And it was a time for me to be like, okay, we'll step back. But I was just like bummed out. I wasn't creating anymore. I was like down in the dumps. And then I didn't win the competition. And I was like, boo. And and Clay's like, Jenny, you're amazing. You're so great. Like, don't, don't feel bad, like feel good. And, and it was actually, and I ended up becoming really good friends with everybody at the PMX competition. And the last day I went and I saw, um, and I, you know, you'd start changing your, your mental mindset, you know, you start pivoting your brain because you can't sit in that place of feeling like crappy very long. You have a choice. I, I always say like my dad and I, when we have those conversations, I'm like, I'll give myself an hour or if it needs to be a day, it's a day. And sometimes it's a little longer, but it is that sense of you have to get back on your feet. You have to figure out how you're going to pivot because like, who cares in the long run? Are you looking, look back on that. And at the end of it, it's like Clay ended up becoming my, one of my really, really good friends. Um, I ended up realizing that I didn't need to be applying for radio stations and that I um, should do what I had been doing, which was more consulting and which was also to uh, be producing podcasts for others. And I said, in two years, I'm going to be doing this full time. And I was doing it full time within six months, you know, and it was uh, it was really great. And now I also do audio um, consultations like the time at Guitar Center was not lost at all. And so Jenny, not jerk. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, so, so it was that moment of sort of saying like, well, what do I need to do to get to where I am? So there, I guess if you want to think about the why in that, it was like my, my why was that I had been like volunteering and trying to help people. And I just felt like it was, it was just draining me and I needed to focus on my, like getting my spirit back up. And once that happened and I was able to put that time into it and like put that money aside and make those decisions, it was a really fast turnaround. And like, it also kind of jumpstart that winter just because there was just a couple of things that like just really came to a head. And I, I was like, I have to leave guitar center. This place isn't good on my spirit anymore. And I, I, but I feel like some of it was that, that moment of like getting on that stage and doing that thing. And even though it didn't go how I wanted it to, um, I've, I'm learning every single time to be a little less defensive. And that is probably my number one thing is I'll just be like, what? And I, I'm always working on that one. That's not my like biggest strength, but it is something that I think that once I recognize that it allows me to pivot more because if I feel like I'm being a little in like extra jumpy, I can kind of put step back for a little bit and say, okay, let's give it some space and get back to where we want to be so that we can be helping people and that it's not about like my energy. Right. Yeah. You yeah. Know, I, well, I, <laughs> um, well, I, on a side note, is it, I mean, I don't want to say that it's a factory of sadness working at music or um, oh. guitar center. Oh, it is. It but is. It, but I, I mean, I, look, I, I have spent a fair share of money and time uh -huh. at guitar center. Oh in, yeah. In my days and getting to know the people that work at guitar center. And it definitely seems like a factory of sadness. It's, it's a, it's a place that is challenging in any retail, but it's a very competitive environment. And I learned a lot from those boys. They pushed me hard. I had to learn. I had to stand up every single day and I got a lot tougher. So, um, I, I really like that. I had those experiences. Um, I have learned to kind of step back from that. Like I really, really started getting because in order to get half of the leads, I had to push forward really fast and I had to not be afraid to do that. And that didn't always like that wasn't always popular. And uh, but it, it taught me something where I think before I was like I was pretty I would I would I would defer a lot. And that was something that I stopped doing as much. Now I probably could defer a little more sometimes, but <laughs> it's OK. Well, there's strength in being able to defer. Yeah. Right. There's strength in being able to not say something um especially when everyone else is like i would have totally like gave that person a piece of my mind like that's you know there's strength in that uh there's yeah. leadership in that to be able to to take a step back and and not you know show your hand all at once all of the time yeah um because I'm like you, I will take on a million projects. And like, this is, <laughs> this is sort of what was happening is I had a weekly narrative show that was going on. I guess it was the previous year that I'd, I can't remember exactly. It was the previous year that I'd taken a pause. And so at this point I was like a year and a half into it. And I'm like, I'm not even a real podcaster. I don't know. It was like sad. It was just like, I haven't made music. I'm kind of performing. Yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. Um, but looking back on it, you know, I see where that journey is. And, uh, <laughs> You know, you have, and that's the other thing. And 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 when you're having resilience, you have to remember that it's just like you are here, right here, right now, and what you have right now is is your tools, and you can use the tools you have right now. And if you want to get those other tools, you can develop them. You know, like plants don't just show up; like they're growing outside right now, and it's looking really pretty in April. And yeah, it's still kind of cold, but it's it's not like Antarctica. I don't know. I so like 
there's a step, there's a step and you have to recognize and take a look up. So like one of the big exercises uh, when in, in like cognitive behavioral therapy is, is like when you're sitting there and you're kind of like getting lost in your anxiety is like, look up. And then, or look around your room and like make notes of the things around you. But you can do that, not just even physically, but you can do that about your, what's happening in your life. If you're feeling frustrated, you know, we'll make stock of the things that are going well, because if you are able to look at those things, it'll, it'll calm you a lot because nobody's not doing anything. You're always doing something. And if it feels like if there's things that just need to take a pause, you, you have the right to say, I need to step back from it. But if it's bringing you joy and it's not hurting other people in your life, you know, if no, it's not it's not compromising those relationships where we come back to those first first three things like that's amazing and really positive for your growth forward. It, it is. And, you know, when uh, when I think about the times that uh, I was challenged the most in night, Clay, in oh, sorry. I'm sorry. What? Oh, I missed the. Oh, oh, good night, Clay. Good night. Take care. Uh, hope you enjoy hanging out with the kids. Yeah. Um, when when I think about the challenges that that I came across in podcasting, um, I think one of the one of the biggest questions that I would always get asked that would constantly um, kind of push the buttons of like, am I doing the right thing? Like yeah. I left a family business. And then a month later, I'm starting up a podcast and I and I'm doing all these things and um, was like, it's cool. So you have this podcast like, are you how, are you making any money at it? <laughs> and it's yep. like, yeah, but uh, well, hold on a second. Like if I was at school right now, you wouldn't ask me. The first question you wouldn't ask me is, are you making mm -hmm. any money at it? Yep. And that's that seems a bit ridiculous. Right. So yep. why would it be any different? Um you know, I, for somebody to yeah. feel like they could just say that. And and it pushes you down in a sense of like, well, hold on. I got to like, maybe I gotta check myself. And, and I did that. Um, And I don't know if you've done it at all, but like I call it treadmilling on zero where you're like, you're making money, you're paying the bills. You don't like, you don't really know how you're paying the bills, but you're doing it. It's just, you constantly feel like you're not actually getting ahead though. So you constantly feel like you're making zero. Right. Totally. Cause you kind of are. Yeah. Right. You're <laughs> netting. Yeah. You're netting. Yeah, not you're, a netting positive. you're just, you're just getting by, which. And then there'll be like a big leap forward. And then like, after, sometimes the big leap forwards come with a Canyon afterward because, mm -hmm. and I get this cause I have big projects that I do. I've always taken on big projects that are maybe that go on for a couple months. And then when that project is done, you're like, wait, where did like 25 of my hours a week go, just go? So like in January, that was a good example. And like, I, I remember heading into when I headed into LA for podcast movement evolutions, I didn't, I was like really feeling frustrated and like it all like came out by the time that, you know, the next day hit, I started to feel better because I just, I think I finally like connected the dots to need what the next thing would be. Cause I didn't know. And that was like a little, a little disconcerting saying, well, what, what happens when you don't know what's next? Because if you are just constantly treading, you, you don't cut off the lines of new communications. You don't say, I'm not taking any work. I think there's points where I did that, but I've learned not to because you just have to keep things. <laughs> is that like a patch? I know. Sure. I don't know what this is. <laughs> Some is kind of for emoji my owie? that's not showing properly. I don't know, Terry. I, I don't know. <laughs> but Terry Landers is an aspiring podcaster. 
Uh, so yeah, that's what he wrote on my stream earlier. Uh, so, so yeah, I, I think that that's, that's the other part of it is like when you're constantly going, you can't, it doesn't leave room for space. So I think that sometimes that prep side of everything, being able to know, have something that you do, that's not like right now I'm like cooking a lot and, and it helps me because I can't leave my house. <laughs> I can't see anyone. So I'm just mass cooking. And at least gives me something to do outside of going for walks or watching TV or like playing dumb games on my phone, because like those are just taking away from the work. But I can't work all the time. Otherwise, I'm going to hit a burnout. And um, that and the burnouts like that's a burn. That's not good. You want to you want to prepare. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I uh, I mean, I, yeah, there was definitely periods of time where i i was just constantly going and going and going and it might seem like to some people that this past like week and a half or two weeks have been that way for me um with the exception of monday yes that pretty much is the case and um yeah you know i i here's how the way i see it right is mm -hmm. is i'm not one to, to to beat the the hustle 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 gong all the time um i i think that uh when the chips are down you have to be willing to swing the bat so like it's one of those things where it's like am i going to work hard all the time yeah but am i going to work all, all uh, work all of the time no and yeah. but when but when things you know when when the chips are down and and, and it's i gotta get the thing done yeah, I'm going to swing the bat. I'm going to get it done. And and I think that's, you know, that's the, the, the key piece that a lot of people miss when they uh, want to subscribe to the, the Gary V, you know, idea that like, yeah, just like dedicate 10 years of your life. It's like go to jail for 10 years and then and yeah. then come out of it. And if you still love yourself, then you'll have a bunch of money to do it. And, and that, you know, and that's the goal. And it's like. I think that's a problem that that our society has is that people are pushing themselves so, so hard. And I see this and, and some of it is just the way that things cost. Like I right, currently I just I mean, I, I live in the Portland, Oregon in, in the music scene. This is my world. And um, most of the people I know lost their jobs because they were working in the service industry so they could tour or else they were working within the touring industry. And then all those jobs are gone and they've been just pushing constantly. And, and now they're like, what are we going to do? And that's a really, really scary situation. And, and that was sort of where I was in 2009. Hi, Jessica. Uh, because I was performing and I was teaching lessons, but their parents weren't signing up for more lessons and I couldn't even find a, a coffee shop job anywhere. So I went back to grad school. Like that was, you have to figure out how you're going to make those pivots. And, but also what set set your plan for what's going to happen if like things really do hit the fan and cause they will like mm. you think it's going to like, you think everything's like better and, and you know, something's going to go wrong and that's just a fact of life. And so it was, it was things like when I, like I didn't stop until February after the theft, after like, you know, losing one of my contracts after, you know, all these like, things that had happened, you know, finding out about the surgery, which now can't even happen. But it was sort of saying like, we, it was hard, but I think knowing that like knowing and having some knowns, finding some knowns that I could hold on to, like helped me be able to 
like still be around people and like laugh and and be a little less awkward and a little less little little more present and open and i i think that when all this happened i felt like maybe this last week i started to feel it but initially when it all started i didn't feel like this wave of fear i felt like really strong i'd say this last week felt really sad very very mm -hmm. sad but i never felt like we i couldn't get through it and i know a lot of people that are really scared about how they're going to get through it and that's sort of where we want to try to find that base of like hope without sounding too. Yeah. With, yeah. The, the yearly hustle. Exactly. I forgot. <laughs> I was like, where did I come from? I rambled. Uh, I'm like, I got a little lost, but people have this huge, huge hustle and they're just pushing themselves really, really hard. And then when it comes down to having this free time, they're like, this is great. What am I going to do? <laughs> you know, it's, it's, but there's no time to have a life. And that was something I, I started bringing back into my life is I, when I left Guitar Center, it allowed me to have a life and I hadn't had one in a long time. And, and now it's, it's nice. It's like I have friends. Most of them are online in the internet world on the podcasting side. Just There's nothing wrong with that. No, it's been great. I've really enjoyed it. Like it's, it's that, that's the coolest thing about being able to travel. I'll really miss these travels. Um, that's, that's something that for me is probably my, that's not a hard, I don't want to say it's a hardship. But like, it's one of the things that brings me joy. It's the thing that gets me moving forward is having that nugget of getting out of town. And, and so I've got to find other nuggets and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, there, there are people that want to work like that. Right. And there's people that are going to do that in, in that sense. But I, I am also of the subscription of like, just cause you showed up for, you know, 12, 14 hours a day, how much of that was actual work and how much did you actually get accomplished? Cause if you did, mm -hmm. you probably wouldn't have a lot to do after a few days. No. You know what I mean? Like, well, that's the same thing. It's like, if you're talking about how hard are you working or like how efficiently are you working is yeah. so much of it because you can do a lot of things very, very quickly and then leave that time and prioritize it. And it doesn't feel it's much work. And if you can find those hacks that really, really helps you or find out your system for certain things that allow you to have a support system. I mean, that can be your family. However, you know, or we were right before we started, we were talking about cooking and me, I'm like freezing all this stuff. And Joe's like, I don't know how to cook, but my wife does, you know? So like, it's even like your, your feeding needs that like, well, you know, it works within your family so that you can do that because you're not the one heading out there to cook. Cause that's not your thing. And your wife supports you in that. Right. Yes. So yes. thank you to Joe's wife. Like, yes. <laughs> so, but, it, but that that's one way a family might do that. And you know, like where you figure out how to get those things going so that each person can like, yeah. But, but even in, even in your work day, like if, um, if you know that you can, if you can batch certain things at once just get those done with and have them ready or for me it's templates i'm like a template queen i'm like everything is templates and the simpler i can do or like making right now i'm making all these videos which are going out for the free friday series and i mean i'm using them and sending them to my my launch clients my clients too and it's really nice to have that catalog because if they have a question i mean when they can watch that but then we can also have our 101 so if they have a question, I'm like, this information's here. This is the write-up on it. 
like go check it out. Or and I can also send it for other friends who have very similar things um, that have another perspective from it as well. And it just takes away all this repetitive, repetitive, repetitive conversation. And then there's a certain point where you just say no. So I, one of the big things this year was that at the, a year ago I was doing all these free consults and they were great. And I like doing things for free, but there's a point where it needs to switch over. And so the, what I ended up doing was free 15s and then like paid ones. And I ended up getting a lot of paid ones and it was really great. But, um, I, I stopped doing just like quick answers, like on a, on an email and all, partly just because it kept distracting me from my, my workflow. And so it's like, and if I don't, if I get an email that way, I'm really not as quick to respond. I try to, I just forget. So it's good to give me an email, but you have to ping me back. But if I get somebody on a call, I can answer that in 15 minutes if it's an easy thing. Otherwise, uh, I can, if they're like wanting something longer, we can do that or we're on that call and then I remember and I can send them something right away. And it's just, it's a quick move because I have, you know, five to 10 clients at any point and they, they always come first. But if I'm re responding to a bunch of people, I don't, I can't be as good to my clients as they deserve. So I need to know when I need to step back and get this organization. So like these last two weeks and with the free Fridays has been kind of stressful. Um, cause I hadn't anticipated on doing this. I just really wanted to do something for my community because like seen so many of my friends lose their jobs is like really, really hard because they don't have rent. You know, they don't have backups. They are, it's just really difficult to see that. And it's meant everyone's on edge and, and everyone's on edge for their own reasons. But that was for me a wake up call. And I was lucky enough to have work. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. But then I, I started to see my client side just teeter off a little. And that was sort of where the last couple of days, it was like, I need to pull it back together and just have a system that works for these, something simple that it's not, you know, me doing a ton of research and making a new um, a PowerPoint every single week for a new topic. Because <laughs> I was like, at one point, I'm like, I'm going to do that. And that was a terrible idea. Like, Partly because it's just not maintainable to and, and to have those relationships like when you see the relationship suffer. So and I, I, you know, I found myself just getting a little more irritable around people. And I was like, OK, if I'm getting irritable around other people. I'm being irritable to myself. And, you know, you have to making that choice to like put yourself at. Yeah, just know yourself. Get to know yourself. If you don't feel like you know yourself yet, you know, just notice when you're feeling notice when the hustle is pushing you as opposed to you pushing the hustle. Yeah. I think being able to listen to, to your, you know, yourself, listen to your body. Uh, you know, it's one of those things as a runner, like I'm, I'm yeah. pretty in tune with listening to, to my body, uh, all the time. So it's, um, it, it's, you know, it's one of those things where it's like the mental health of, of being able to, uh, put yourself in a position to not be overwhelmed and feel the pressure. So like an example of that pressure. is, it's, yeah, exactly. It was this week, you know, this past <laughs> weekend, I was feeling a tremendous amount of pressure um, leading up to those days uh, the the during the virtual conference this week, past weekend. And yeah. like, I, I mean, I felt it like in my chest, like, it, you know, it was like a weight on my chest uh, constantly. Um, and I and I'm not even really that sure why because like nothing felt out of like out of my control or anything like that. I think I mean one thing I think I would have helped a lot is if I had actually you know taken my own advice and made a list, a checklist. So I was just constantly mm -hmm. running through the checklist in my mind instead of like writing it down and being like check 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 check. Yeah. Oh, everything's cool. Like I'm not going to forget anything. 
Um, yeah. As but, a person with yeah. ADDs, lists are a huge thing. I have so many of them. <laughs> and like sometimes they get off, but I have them in like four different places. And and for bigger projects, I really appreciate some of the online tools mm. like using Dropbox paper or using Trello that like keep all of those in order. And I don't always like live by those, but even just writing that down really that check off, especially when it's a big project like what you did for the weekends. Um, how many, how many speakers was it 40 or 20? Oh, it was 40. over 40. It was. Yeah. Like that's a lot of coordinating. Yeah. But fortunately they were like, you know, sending out the emails, everybody, you know, not everybody got the email, but everybody, uh, everybody except one person showed up. Oh. Um, so yeah, so we were, we were like, it, I mean, it went, it went, I was expecting a lot more people to not show up, uh, to speak for what, like they just didn't receive the email or anything. Yeah. So like I was, I reached out to a couple of people that, um, when it was getting down to like, okay, there's like three or four minutes left in the talk, like, and they're still not in the room. Like I got to figure that, you know, um, you did that with me actually. Did I, did I, I did. Yeah, no, okay. You were like, Hey, can you come early? And I'm like, my hair is still wet. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well that was because the speaker that was supposed to be before you wasn't in there yet. Wasn't but then he, in there. And I yeah. email, emailed her um, and she was not, she's not feeling well. I emailed her back again today to check in and see what, how she was feeling, but I um, haven't heard back actually yet but um but yeah okay. yeah I, I hope so she's in louisiana and Ugh. she was potentially having like uh covid19 symptoms so uh, i don't know i don't know I, I hope i hope that she's all right, I hope she's uh, all right. but you know so i um but i don't know i just was really nervous that like i guess um i don't know but I you did know. it. Yeah, I know. I and I and I knew I could do it. And you, that but was the some, thing. Like, it that's the thing. It's like scary. under pressure. It's like I, I had this hesitancy and there's this big project. And I've just I think I'm a little nervous about it because it's a bigger project. And just on top of everything else, usually I would just whip it out and have it done. And and I think f finding the balance between the two, but it's just like I just got to do it because that's the thing. Once I get into it, I'm like, oh, I know how to do this. This is great. And then I just get really excited about it. And and it's <laughs> but it's like there's that that like tension of like, but what if I fail? And and it's just this little it's this little like quiet thing inside of me that it's just like, you know, all the um in the artist's way they talk about like I've I've only made it to like the third chapter ever, and so every time I redo it, it's like. What are your what are your demons? You know, and I, like I always go through it again. I'm like, yeah, those people that sent the bad. I need to go farther in that book, uh, and and that's that's so much of it is like we are trained from young ages to have these voices, you know, that are like sending this negative thoughts over and over. And and in my meditation trainings, I was, uh, you know, it's always like, I, I hear you, I let you go. I hear you, I let you go. But it doesn't make them go away. They still exist. They're gonna be there. You know, there are people that say they've never had that before, but I've had people who said that they've never had that before. And then two years later, they're like, guys, I have to admit I have depression. And you're like, yeah, you're a human. It's OK to be a human. Like, that's all right. Like, you have permission to do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to give a quick shout out to Jock. What's up, Jock? Uh, thank you for saying you guys are amazing. Oh, thank you. Uh, I, I would love that. to learn how to do a podcast. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, you're in the right place. Uh, yeah. You know, being in the indie pod uh group is is definitely a good start uh for you um before we we go on i i just got to give a quick uh read to to our september event september 24th to the Ooh. 26th 2020 assuming that it assuming. can happen in person but there is a contingency plan to do it virtually obviously we've already done it once so it wouldn't be that big of a deal um to do it to do it again that one feels uh, like really fun 
Yeah, well, it's it's outside of Philly, so it's in it's in South Jersey. It's about twenty minutes from the airport, so okay. it's it's very convenient from the airport. Um, and we we get together uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. There's uh, you get inc- like including your tickets going to be lunches on uh, Friday and Saturday. Nice. Uh, you are going to get there's like after parties on Friday and uh, well Thursday and Friday night will there'll be after parties or like mixer type events. Uh, there's free professional headshots included by uh, my girl Jeanette. Uh, who's been doing it since day one, since year one, uh, back in 2015. Uh, that's included in your ticket. You get uh, an event T-shirt included that uh, people like fawn over. I'm not wearing one right now. I'm wearing a Mickey shirt right now. But people literally, I mean, Emily Prokop, if you, if you don't believe me, ask Emily Prokop. She will I tell you Emily. all about how much she loves these shirts uh the event shirts that that we put out uh of course it includes your badge and it'll include a virtual ticket so you get all the all the talks in demand what we do is different than a lot of other conferences we not only do we feed you but it's one track so you're in the room with the dave jackson's jessica Kufferman's, emily Prokops, joe pardos of the world all rubbing elbows all you know getting into the the um the, like creating inside jokes throughout the entire event and all it's of the that. hallway so, track, but you're in there. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it is the hallway track, but you are in. You're in it the whole. I like time. that about the small conferences. Like that was. I had so much fun, and I really uh, the podcast editors conference Steve did was so fantastic, and uh, it was so nice to hang out with everybody in person. We had a really great time, and that was great because it was one track. We were all in the room. And then like it was it was intense. And then we you know there was a lot of like hanging out post like there was plenty of hanging out post. Um, and it was it was really fun. But it's that small that intimacy. It like really felt like hanging out with friends. And I've heard great things about any podcom, but I haven't catched it. Ca- oh. Catched it. Catched it. Caught it. I, pod, I, ain't, I ain't done it. catched it. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so yeah. So we we do uh Jock says, I want to be in the room with you guys. Uh yeah. I, thank you. Yeah, you definitely you definitely do. Get in there, Jack. Uh, it's Jock. so it, right now it's it's uh one ninety nine, but you can get ten uh, percent off your ticket if you use offer code IPP when you go to check out at indiepodcon.com slash register. Uh, yeah. Oh. So there, I mean, there's Hi, just Larry. so much. Oh yeah. La- oh, la- current. I'm going back through. Oh, you're going back through. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah, like, cause yeah. I went, I was, I hadn't streamed on the Facebook yet. Uh. Okay, cool. <laughs> so yeah. So there's, uh, there's just so many things included. We do. Um, have you, have you heard about the creative podcast workshop? No, no, you haven't heard about it. So tell me, what do you, so, tell me about so it. you, Jenny, you team up with three other podcasters. Okay. You get, an envelope with six words oh, in it yes. and you have 20 minutes to craft a podcast. Oh, that's fun. Using I do those that, words. That sounds really cool. I, that's actually like a portion of my workshops. I'm always like you and another person sit together like, and I have them like do that, but that sounds really fun. Cause it brings in sort of like that random prompt. I like doing that. In song, I like doing that in songwriting. That's really oh. fun in songwriting too. It's like, I'll, <laughs> like, I'll, I'll get a bin like... of a few words. Yeah, it's not like connected to this interface, but yeah, that's cool. I love it. How, yeah. So that's one of the that's part of any podcon. Yeah, so that's one of the workshops we've done that since year one. Uh, and have some of those shows continued to actually become a show? Sadly, I to my knowledge, no. But some of them are absolutely hilarious. Yeah, um, Matthew Passy is the most winningest 
contestant of it uh you know he he almost won four of the five years this year he he fell short a little bit uh because we have judges and the judges judge the podcasts and the winning team wins uh usually a prize pack that includes like a atr 2100 microphone uh like audio technica sponsored it uh, a couple of years some other uh companies have sponsored it and and yeah so we we try to do something that enables people to like get the microphone and, and have a good time and get to learn and get out of their comfort zone and, and have to be forced to talk to somebody else that they may not know. Um, and it was in past years, like the first year we did up on stage. So we, everybody had props. I like literally went to the dollar store, bought trash bags and then bought props from the tra- dollar store, put them in the trash bag. And that was your, your items to use. Oh, that's so fun. It's like 24 hour festival for podcasts, but yes. in an hour. Yes. So it was, you know, so it went from being on stage to in front of the room with props to just the words and to the back of the room. And then uh, last year, last year, we made it so that you had to record your show. So you had 20 minutes and then you had five like uh, or I think it was 25 minutes. And in that 25 minutes, you had to record your five minute podcast. But that also includes like music, artwork, uh, outro, intro, everything. Are you frozen? You looking pretty frozen there. Am I frozen? Uh, maybe I'm frozen. Oh no, Jenny, are you there? Oh no. Oh, I think her camera stopped. Oh, that's a shame. Okay, so uh, I'm sure she'll be coming back into the room. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's one of the things that makes us different. Uh, than than some of these you know other other conferences. That's one of our difference makers. Um, aside from being in the same room and as everybody else that's there. <laughs> so yeah, oh, she dropped from the thing now. Okay, so um, so as soon as Jenny gets back in, we will pick back up. Okay. Oh, there you are. Yeah. <laughs> I lo- I lost you there. Yeah, morning where it hit mark, <laughs> and then it like my my internet was like we don't feel like it anymore. <laughs> that we i live out in a in an adu so additional dwelling unit it's in the garage and so it's far away and mm-hmm. then we just got a link like so that we can link between the two because this desktop like this this is the other thing that made this week frustrating was the laptop just really has not wanted to work but i've barely been home in for the last several months so it didn't really bug me but now that i'm like here um well i mean i was already going to be back home like this was already like i wasn't going to be traveling anymore but it's 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 still is not perfect <laughs> So, I am, yeah, it's back now. But so. anyway, yes. Yeah, so that's that's what uh, one of, some of the difference, you know, differentiators of of Indie PodCon versus other conferences. Oh. And we um, have an attendance cap of, excuse me, four hundred attendees this year. Um, generally, we get a little over a hundred. Uh, but now that I have a team around me to to help like facilitate yeah. a lot of things, yeah, uh, we're, we're we're willing to take on between three and four hundred podcasters in the same room so uh yeah so i'm 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 pumped i can't wait and and like i said worst case scenario it will be virtualized uh i will i will definitely be still implementing those uh like the virtual uh, or not uh the the creative podcast competition uh it workshop into it so that people can like jump into a room maybe like using zoom or something like that so we'll figure i'll figure it out but anyway 
That's, that's cool. That. So if you if you want that if any of that sounds fun, go pick up your ticket, save ten percent off uh using offer code IPP at indiepodcon.com slash so register. That sounds really so fun. Jenny, um yeah. ha, so you were you, you you alluded to um business on your end yeah. possibly slowing up due to uh, uh it hasn't as much as I thought it would. Uh I actually have a new launch uh show that's coming up, uh, a new like Latino podcast based out of Portland. I've still had some consults. Uh I think like a lot of my shows have actually stayed on. A client that I thought was was about to onboard and then wasn't still is here. So I'm I'm excited because things have still been staying consistent there. Um I'd had I'd had kind of um like a drop back because I had those larger projects and in, in January. So there's still like more time to fill, but it hasn't been like, it hasn't been the ramsack that I was like afraid of two weeks ago. And uh, so bringing on more is, is still in the books. I think I've just been trying to kind of settle into the new normal and, and I'll be starting to kind of, you know, take on more consults because I like doing consultations. Those are the most fun. I like doing launches. Those are pretty fun. Uh, and then uh, like, I think it's time for like, yeah, it's fun to be doing stuff for gritty birds again. Like that's kind of where these like free Fridays and stuff, it's really neat to be able to have like a new direction with that. Cause that's been overdue, um, and more artist interviews. So we'll see where things head. Uh, but it hasn't, it hasn't been slow. Um, I would say there's been like less, less like people posting, Hey, I need to hire somebody who, who are looking for somebody on some of the higher end rates. But at the same point, the people who are willing to pay are usually, uh, are just willing to pay. So it's, it's, it sounds strange, but the editors are doing okay. There's a lot of shows that are going to cut at times, maybe some of their staff, but it, yeah, I haven't, I haven't lost a contract. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so thumbs up, two thumbs up for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, you know, I, I, I think one thing you said there about, uh, you know, the people that are willing to pay are going to pay, and and you know, for anyone who's new to the online selling anything kind of <laughs> game, like the hardest thing to do is go from zero dollars to one cent, and once you can commit them to. to digging into their PayPal or their Venmo or their, you know, the credit card or, or be, you know, making yeah. a payment online, it's, they're opened up to so much more than just a, a penny. So totally. You know. Cause like I'm, I'm helping take their time off because especially when you think about being online all the time, it means that a lot of people are still having, they still have families, they still have their jobs on top of everything else. And they're, it may seem like they might think they have more time, but they're probably in the same space as their partners. They're like, there's all these other issues and they still need that. If they've, if they've been having the benefit of an editor or a producer, they were benefiting from it and they're going to continue benefiting from it and being able to, you know, focus on the other sides. Um, and there's some people who will say I have to cut that, but that's, I have not had that yet for my experience. We, we're still early. I, I can't judge what's going to happen. And I, like I said, sort of this resiliency side is like, what's happening right now? What are the wins now? Like, what are the cool things that are happening at the moment? And that, and that's, that's sort of the mo things that are, I'm celebrating. And they're the things that help me be like, okay, good. I can sleep tonight. You know, I'm going to be able to work right now and just, you know, having that confidence and, and faith in the moment. And when something goes wrong, just taking a moment, feeling the feelings about it and not letting it rule your world. Cause it's really easy to get down a negative track and to like see the darkness and everything. And 
Uh, it's really easy to do that, but we, we get choices. We get choices to make decisions, to have better days. It, not to say that that's easy, but you can at least try. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, well, I, I, uh, subscribe to the universe will provide, uh, theory with universe being however you want to, you know, take that. But, um, it, you know, it, it just seems like every time things have gotten so bad that like, I didn't like, there was a, you know, there was a lot of times where I didn't know if I was going to be able to make, uh, the mortgage or, or car payments or, you know, money was like super tight. Uh, and, and it just seemed like then a client would come out, somebody would reach out and be like, Hey, you know, I got this friend that's like looking at doing this website, or I'm looking at this friend that's doing a podcast or, yeah, you know, uh, a, a business client or, or something, something would happen. Yeah. And, and the, again, the universe would provide, um, yeah, it's the mountain in the Canyon, you know, like yep. all of a sudden you're like, Oh, this is cool. And then you're there and you're like, Oh, we're having this weird, uh, so on, the, on a mountain, you've got the sunny side and then you've got the side where there's all the rain, but like at, on the rain, that's, you know, there's a lot of growth on that side too. So well, I think, I think the other thing is, is, uh, um, the, or uh, keeping our ability to, to be happy with what we were, where, where we are at and what we have is yeah. is tough because like um the skepticism of like oh no this is this is too good like there's no way that things are gonna stay this good and they might not even be that good but maybe just where you were was like that bad that you're like oh no it, it everything's perfect yeah. it can't be perfect and i'm i'm gonna like you're like the toddler not the toddler but you're like no. the little like the five-year-old on the bicycle and you're gonna like lose your balance yeah, I I I 100% agree with that one. I think for me as being someone who's gone through having gone through some trauma, it was for a while it was like it, there was points and this was something we worked through over it, which was that sense of like the it really isn't that, you know, there's more growth, there's more positivity and not feeling like the small things are are it. And and sort of like not necessarily getting excited about everything but being like, yeah, that's cool. And then like sort of realizing that's a norm, like letting that normal feel into it so that when it is something really huge, you really honor it in a different way. But also just having things just knowing that good things can be normal, just normal. Yeah. Like things go well sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's up, June? June says uh, oh, most of the world June. wonders why we as such a prosperous nation will yes. live to work instead of working to live. I, I would I would say that that's probably in the same vein as the eating to live versus living to eat, uh, you know, kind of like we as a people just I, I don't know. It's I don't know. What, what do you think, Jenny? Uh, that's a I think I think it really depends on the person. I think it sometimes can depend on the personality too, like what kind of person, like where where you live for it. Like I know people who just like don't care about food and are they have different priorities. When we come down to the how or the why, um, and I think you can sort of train yourself that way. But I know just some people are just like more naturally contented, like as well. Um, but I also do notice like any of my European friends are just like, why are you not taking a siesta, like? please, please, please take a break. Like, come on people. Like why? <laughs> and they're a lot happier and they've got universal healthcare. So I, you know, that I think plays a, a, a well, it's not even necessarily that it has to be like universal healthcare, but just right. 
that to have healthcare that's not tied to an employer, I think yeah. would go a long way in creating an opportunity, more opportunities for people to go and do the thing that they want. Yeah. Right. hundred like, percent. I could save a up a bunch fear. of money and then like quit my job, but that's not going to help the healthcare thing. That's going to like drain that money, like suit to like way faster than me, like eating ramen yeah. noodles instead of eating you know food like real yeah. food if you don't have that going on unfortunately it means that you probably shouldn't go rock climbing and you shouldn't like right now nobody should be doing anything like dangerous like i've been telling my same... kids for the last two <laughs> weeks fight. stop climbing on the couch because someone's gonna end up in the hospital <laughs> and we don't want to be there that. yeah exactly but like that's that's one of the things that happens when you don't deal with health insurance is like you're just like well i guess i won't like I quit snowboarding, I think 15 years, like like 12 years ago, but it's because I didn't have insurance when I was in Seattle. And like mm. I had I've, I've broken my arm before doing that. So I'm like, that won't happen. I love doing it. And and so it's 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 a huge part of like what makes people feel calmer. Like if you know just whatever security is, you know, whatever security it is for you. And I think that there's not a lot of security for a lot of people. And, and that sort of pushes that like you're living to work. And, but also not necessarily doing jobs that you're excited for or being able to feel the, the hope to be able to get an education. And, um, and, and there are options for that, but I think a lot of people have just gotten a little despondent in, in the times. And so it's, it's, it's harder to build that resilience. It's harder to sort of like look outside the box and say that it's not the end of the world. And that's a, a kind of a, it can feel like a mean thing to say, but it's one of those things that if you're saying it, it's, it's a friend, it's an honest thing. It's like, I'm just getting you the information. Like I'm telling you this and I just want you to hear it. You don't have to agree with it. Just hear it, you know, think about it a little bit later and just put it in your head and you can walk away. I don't mind if you disagree. Right. And that, that sense of hope can exist. And I realize that I come from a place of privilege, but like it, it's, it's from, it's been from a lot of, like a lot of building back. And I, I sit here today saying, Hey, like I'm doing a job that I love and, uh, I appreciate that. And, um, hopefully it's not, you don't have to just be in an online world, hopefully to do the jobs that you love. Like, hopefully this is not it. Cause not everybody like needs to be working online right now they do. <laughs> so let me rephrase that right now. Everyone needs to be working online, but it is a good time to sort of think about, you know, what you want later and you know how maybe you can figure out how to be a part of society as it shifts because you know the eight, the 1918 flu existed and then there was world war one and those were a rough few years and then the economy you know like things are going to happen and we are in this point we won't be we will not be inside our houses forever and it's hard to imagine that because we don't know how long it's going to be and that's a really huge scary thing um but there can be hope yeah yeah, it, you no, can be were, okay. There, yeah, it totally can. Though I, I will say, uh, if if I was, uh, if, this, if this was back when I was like 13, 14 years old again, I would have absolutely loved this. This would have been amazing because I could have just sat around and played video games all day. Speaking of which, <laughs> oh, totally funny. off topic. Oh, yeah. I do not understand why they did just not call, just call it summertime and get the in like let the kids be done. Uh, Oregon did. 
Oh, they called it. So they didn't. They weren't like, oh, we're gonna do the digital. Well, it's a war game. Why? Like, they're not. They're not. Yeah, they were. They're. Digital. They were like, it's. Well, they were like, it can't be equitable because if you can't get devices into all the homes, a lot of the kids aren't going to be able to have access to it. So that's not fair to people who don't have access. So are we just gonna send a computer to everyone's house when a lot of these families don't have that? Yeah. Um, so, so they, they made a choice to do that. And then, so they've pretty much canceled school. They've canceled school for the rest of the year. I feel so bad for the seniors. Yeah. That part does suck. I, of, I, you know, I I'm saw one gonna... of my, I saw one of my senior friends, um, yesterday and, uh, and I was so, she was like, I got my prom dress in the mail today. <laughs> like, it was like, oh man. <laughs> well, I, I heard there I don't was... mean to laugh. I, I laugh when I'm uncomfortable about something. Yeah. I'm not laughing at her. Yeah, no, me, me too. You're yeah. in good company. Uh, like, I laughed when Tom Hanks got sick. And they're like, why are you laughing about Tom Hanks? And I'm like, I swear, I swear. Because <laughs> just we're, we're sad about it. But I'm glad he was able to recover. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've seen there was uh, some photographers that were going around and doing prom pictures out in front of houses for people. That's like, cute. With their prom dresses and stuff. And that's Aww. that is cool. I mean, I you know. I guess I yeah I mean that there's a there's a handful of like jet like years that would that this would really stink for um but I will say this like there's some older people I know that um have chosen to continue to go out and like continue to like go to the supermarket every day or like go to get their hair cut and it's like you know, you're probably old enough to have known of somebody in your family that died from Spanish flu back in 1918. Oh, like, wow. don't you yeah. think maybe, you know, you probably you might not have known that person because you're not like 120 years old or whatever. But <laughs> don't you think my- like the lessons learned, like. I, I don't know. Or maybe at the point you just don't care. I like, think it like, kind of yeah, comes. I think it comes down to the part where when you are uh, when, you know, like the old people don't want to leave their house because there's a thing and they're like, this is my life. This is how I live it. I don't want to live it separately. And we actually uh, my good friend, Rosalie, every Thursday I get together with her and these other ladies. They were Quakers. They're really sweet. They're like over 60 and I just meet up with them and we have an IPA. It's really fun. And we had to be convinced Rosalie that she needed to stay in. And so we've, we convinced her like, she's, she's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. And it, it became a, like a, just a community concern um, to just be like, Hey, let's be safe and figure out what that is. And, you know, but like my parents, they are both over, um, over 70 and they both have um, made, they're still in Arizona, but they'll be heading back to Iowa in a couple of weeks and they're going to just do a straight shot and they'll sleep in the car one wow. night. And they just want to go home, but they have, they still walk around the park. You know, they're, they're, they live in a double, like a over 50 community. And, and I think there's certain places in the U S that are still less shut down. Like here, it's pretty uh, yeah, shut down. Yeah, there's actually a, a kind of, I don't want to say alarming number, but there's a, a lot of places that are not um, yeah. locked down, if you will, uh, which is not it's not great it just means that everybody else might have to end up staying that yeah. much longer in i was house. i was out the last two days uh running groceries and it's really weird um i went to like a uh, friend myers which is like a kroger's and they're it's at their company but on the west coast and mm-hmm. that was uh, i don't know that was a little uncomfortable to be honest it was a little too much people just not quite keeping distance and uh so, you know, I definitely, that, that was weird. Um, and then today I went to a new seasons, which was like really, uh, which is a Portland based brand and they were very, very good about all this stuff, but it's still, uh, there are still a lot of people in the streets. And so, you know, recognize that 
and uh, you have caution. And if you're not scared, then good, I guess. Um, just I wish you health. <laughs> I don't know. I wish the people around you health because I you, wish. You could yeah, be I mean, it. that's the. I mean, where I wish the know. people like it's frustrating being like I'm completely isolated and me and my fr my friends are all making a decision. My friends here are like in my in person, like people I'm like the guy I'm dating, like all of it, like it's, it's, or it's like, we are making this very conscious choice and then people are going out and you're like, yeah, I'll just wait. I'll say, <laughs> I'll here. just wait here. <laughs> oh, I know. Actually, this reminds me of an elementary school teacher. Cause you would sit there and that was one of the best ways you could get the kids to do something is they'd be all like, they're just like, I'm just going to sit here. You want to have your day like this? Go for it. Like we're, we're just not going to go to recess. <laughs> <laughs> and then that is a really, really quick way for the kids to be like, no, Jimmy, stop that. Okay. You know, the silent game begins immediately. <laughs> it works I, so I, I bet. I bet. I bet. <laughs> well, Jenny, it, I, we got to wrap it up here. Yeah, um, yes. For time purposes, I try not to go too much over an hour. Uh, well, I've had a blast. It's fun. I'm, I'm, it's you. fun Me signing too. up for something this far out and then finally being, and it was April fool's cause we were like, Oh, this is perfect. And I'm like looking at all <laughs> yeah. the dates. We just opened up a couple more and I'm like, that's the date. That's the date. I just didn't expect it to be like this silly. So somber <laughs> and silly. Lots, lots of S words. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it was cute. This is cute. This is cute. Um, my friend uh has his cat and the cat it's the cat's month now. He's an April cover boy. Oh, that's awesome. Sorry. Anyway, it was just kind of funny. I just had it in front of me, but I'm I was excited. I was like, April 1st, the calendar finally gets to have the cute cat. <laughs> it's, it's the little things. It's the little things. You gotta it, have those nuggets. It is, it is, and that's you know, can help us keep moving forward. And I and I hope uh everybody watching and listening is continuing to keep on keeping on. Uh, while doing so in the confines of their living space yeah, uh, for, for the sake of everybody else's health. Uh, if Fun fact, else. I think like every artist has a song. I have a song called Moving On. And I feel like every artist has like a keep it, keep on keeping on, keep on moving on, keep going. You've got this. Like, I don't know. There's got to be just a playlist that's just like, keep going. You got to hold on to yeah. what you've got. <laughs> uh, so that's my beautiful. That's my note for you today. So thank you, Joe. Appreciate you. Oh, I appreciate you, Jenny. Thank yeah. you so much. And thank you for so much. Thank you for so much. Thank you so much for being uh, a part of this past weekend. It was uh, the it, it 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 really it was a memory uh, for me for sure. Um, yeah, it was and, cool. And I'm I'm so happy that so many people uh, loved it and have been still to today are still reaching out uh, to to thank me. So I I you know again I did it for all of you to be able to to have something to inspire you to go and do more do more uh maybe not do more through you know 30 hours a day more but but do more in general just do more um yeah so uh and if you want to check that out you can go to indiepodcon.com slash virtual it's still available all the recordings uh for the next i don't know four or five days or something like that and then after that you can go and buy it as part of the mapcon Ooh. 2015 to 2018 pack where you get four years of podcast conference Whoa. video and audio for just 33 bucks with offer code virtual so go to indiepodcon.com slash bundle 
pop in virtual and you will get over 44 hours with this new virtual conference that just went live in there. I got to change the name from MapCon 2015 to 2018. It's like 2015 to 2018 plus a virtual conference in 2020. It doesn't, it's not very sexy in the, in the, in the marketing, but I, I like, I'm thinking of just changing it to like the indie PodCon lifetime bundle or something like that. Yeah. Um, I, I like that you've changed it to indie PodCon because oh, MapCon, I was like, mm, I live in the West coast. Sorry. <laughs> so uh, you know, I would get an email like once a year, sometimes two or three up to uh, a year. People saying I live on blah, blah, blah. Can I come to this? And I'm like, yes, can. <laughs> anyone can come to this. Like, that's why I love, uh, you know, we, I mean, even the first year we had people from the Southeast come, you know, from Florida, Atlanta, Brent Basham was at the first one. Uh, I mean, the knowledge is the key. Yes. Like, dude, I mean, like you could hire me or you could literally just watch all those videos. I'm not even joking. And like, it'd be like, you don't have to, you just have to watch 44 hours of a video right. and then apply it to your own show and like yes. magic, like cool. Yes. Do that. Yeah. yeah. You find the find the seeds that you specifically apply, you know, speak yeah. directly to you and then plant those seeds. And, um, but you gotta be willing to put in the time and the effort, right? You can't yeah, just, yeah. uh, you know, or you could shortcut it and hire somebody and, and get the time yeah. that, oh, you no. know, cause that's the, like, you're continuing to get time forward. You just, I'm sorry. You said, Oh no. Oh, oh no, I thought it was breaking up again. I was like, oh, no, we're good. oh no. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So this this episode has been brought to you by Podbean uh, Live, which Podbean's live stream is a unique platform for turning your podcast production into a live show, and is open to any podcaster on any hosting site. Uh, easily uh, invite multiple co-hosts and guests to join the live stream, earn money from live show ticket sales, and get listener rewards, and engage your audience in new and exciting ways. Ready to get started? Yes, yes. Yeah, right? Uh, sign up They're today great. at podbean.com slash live. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N dot com slash live. I have been honored to have you on Jenny it's been a, it's been a blast uh been a pleasure, I'm glad, Joe. I, you know we'll, we'll definitely have to do this again at some yeah, point yeah I'd love uh, to maybe ne maybe next year's April Fool's will be, be a little <laughs> it's less like somber. I, I I believe I have hope I have I, hope I do we will get we will get through this <laughs> yeah, thank you yeah. Bruce. thank you Bruce I I appreciate you, that my dad's name Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so he's also the, the hero of, of New Jersey's name. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Bruce Springsteen. Uh, so, all right, everybody. I hope you and your family stay safe. I'll see you next uh, next uh, Wednesday, I, I think, with uh, who's my next guest? Uh, oh, Doc G uh, from Hamilton Radio. That should be a lot of fun. Huh. He Speaking of Jersey, he's that that's in Jersey as well. Hey, what's up, Michael nice. Wolf? All right, we are out of here. Everybody, take care. Thanks again, Bye, Jenny. Bye, guys. See you later.